I find that when you can challenge yourself in the limits of, let's say, knife photography, and if you can do it consistently in different variances where you can get that style in motion, you can get that style of reflections, you can get that style candid or posed, you've kind of exercised all your ways of getting that style. And if you can consistently do it, then you've mastered that technique. It's Redefinition, exploring the intersection of creativity and identity. I'm Bowen Wang. On today's episode, how Jeffy Cherry pushes the limits of light in photography. Stay tuned. So that voice that you just heard was Jeffy Cherry, and he describes himself as... I'm a visual specialist. Because aside from just photography, he's also a graphic designer, an illustrator, cinematic videographer and just an all-around creative hustler. Some of his most recent projects include shooting the 2017 July cover of the East Bay Express, which features up-and-coming Vallejo hip-hop group SOBRBE, and doing a clothing shoot for Jakara, a clothing brand based out of LA. One of his most acclaimed projects, however, is Neon Soul. It's a series shot at night, where he scopes out neon signs and photographs models by them. Photography for Jeffrey, especially through all of these projects, extends beyond just gratifying his own creative itch. I think as a photographer, I'm empowering others to be able to showcase themselves in their true form. I'm going to link his work in the description, but you can check out his Instagram account at Jeffrey Cherry. That's spelled J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-C-H-E-R-Y. For this episode, I spent an evening roaming around downtown Oakland, scouting neon signs with Jeffrey, and even assisting in his photo shoot with model Randy Purnell. Enjoy the episode. When I first moved to the Bay Area, I didn't have a car, so I got a skateboard and I just had a little digital camera. It was the uh, Canon Rebel T3i. Love that camera, still a boss camera. I would just kind of cruise around town, just kind of like figuring out different ways to get to work or to a friend's house. And I would find these really nostalgic looking places, areas that to me had this like really identifiable look, you know, whether it be like this old car next to this like unique looking fence or these like plants that are just overgrown in this like lot. And it just, sets this like almost cinematic view of what the surrounding areas are like you know so to me uh coming from the east coast i was culture shocked to see a lot of the things that i did and i want to just capture that so uh it originally started with more street photography and i use that as like my playground per se just to like practice where I would walk around and try to figure out my manual functions on my camera so I can like really understand my creative um, ability. Um, go out, capture candidates of people or just abstract shots of light and composition of maybe cars or just, uh, just architecture, that sort of a thing. And uh, I do now more models and product shots 
because I feel that I've learned um, the fundamentals of the different types of angles I can get as a photographer because of street photography. So I shoot with this rangefinder. It's a Canon A35 Knoll camera, I think it's from the 70s. And this camera has a limitation on light. Um, it can't shoot under certain lightings, it just won't allow it. This has, this has pushed me to find light in all cases. I find myself chasing the sun, trying to make sure I can get this like image that I want, you know? But because now I'm kind of limited to just shooting in certain types of lighting, I need to improvise by doing that. So I'll, I might find somebody in the street and they're like, you know, got this whole get up going with their style and whatnot. And I'm just like, hey, look, I like what you got going on. I want to capture you. Do you mind just sitting over there by the steps where the light is? And then they'll go there and then I'll go ahead and snap my image. And that's how I kind of like elaborate on those limits. Uh, for shooting, uh, whether it be for, let's say, the subject, a subject being like a model or a car or product, what I will typically do is I'll go ahead and prep two or three days beforehand, depending on the project, it may be longer, um, and I'll go ahead and like create a mood board, uh, I'll have like a style guide for a model, and I'll go ahead and for sure like scout my location, make sure it's available, and then I'll go ahead and bring props as well. Sometimes I'll bring like a stool if I need to get that high angle shot that I'm thinking of from my mood board or I'll bring um, maybe a different filters just to kind of have this like emphasis on color that I'm trying to bring to the image. It's more about like getting the subject comfortable or getting the, pro the, the product or the subject itself just like prepped for the shoot. All right, so I have found a model who was interested in working with me. So today's the day that I have time to kind of like work with her and build a concept in mind. So part of my process is kind of checking out what they've already done so I can study what angles are their strongest, you know, and to also see what their current look is and build a style around that. So I'm gonna start do, creating a mood board um, that I feel would match her aesthetic and give her an idea in mind of what I intend to capture. I think I wanna have her wear frames. When, I was, when I'm shooting the Neon Soul, which is a series that I use neon lights to cast the lighting on the subject, the subject being the model, um, I want her to possibly wear glasses so that the reflection of the light bounces off the lens and it kind of builds this like another character or dynamic to the image of like having reflections introduced to the image. Do you always keep glasses with you? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm an optical stylist as well. See. <laughs> These have prescription though, so do you wear contacts? No, I mean I wear prescription glasses, I just never actually wear. <laughs> So you like kind of can't see me right now? Low key? Okay. So like, <laughs> you see how that says Chase right there you on the machine? That. I know it says Chase, but like, if oh. I didn't know what Chase was, 
that, like that looks like, that looks like a O. That looks like a H. That looks like a eight. You tripping? You need glasses. <laughs> that looks like an eight. <laughs> so. Uh-uh. So right. it's okay. I don't necessarily work best with every model. It's some models I click with better than others, and you can sometimes see that in the work. Where, where I'll like test them out and I'll say, hey, you know what? I want you for this shot to give me something less calm and assertive. Let me see that look. And then they'll go ahead and like maybe give me uh, serious eyes or just this kind of like high chin or high brow kind of look. And that's their interpretation of that emotion. So, uh, but then on the other end, I might have somebody who's like shy and don't know how to express that emotion. And um, that's where I have to like switch gears and try to like, bring a different topic up to kind of get them to feel comfortable about sharing that character of themselves. I think this fatigue jacket definitely fits the look too with the cage and all. This is going to be more of like the badass you. This is like, I'm cooling on the block, but I'm still tough guy, you know? So, because you got the fatigue, you got the gauge, you got the ripped shorts, so you got this whole like kind of worn look. So this is the unapproachable look. I try to just build sure rapport with right. the models and like get to know them a little bit and chat them up just so they can open up about who they are. And I do a lot of warm up with them where I'm just like, hey, you know, I'm just testing my camera's like settings. Why don't you just like give me some poses that you feel invoke the emotion that you feel right now? You know, sometimes I get models who are just like, really pumped and just have a lot of energy so they'll give me a lot of smiles or um just very charismatic like postures and whatnot um, and i let them kind of be themselves i will like here and there nitpick on maybe their posture or how they're positioned only to kind of really finesse the composition or the overall image that I'm trying to push but for the most part I try to get them comfortable enough to feel confident in their ways of how to you know model vogue per se yeah I like how your hand is I say extend it a little higher yep and just like how you are I want you to be facing forward more yeah and then maybe cross your legs just like so there you go and now I want you to look more towards towards me. That's cool. Now I want you to look away. Look look out in the distance for me. There you go. Chin up higher. Yeah. Uh, I want you to look the other way. There you go. That's good. Keep that pose. I'm going to try a different side. Cool. It kind of started off where I felt I was misrepresented as an individual. So I wanted to showcase the life that I'm accustomed to. So I'm a first generation American. Parents were immigrated from Haiti. And um, there was just a lot of press that didn't necessarily represent my culture and I wanted to do what I could as a photographer to showcase 
the Haitian culture that I grew up with that turned into, okay, how do I showcase or capture the true authenticity of the subject? So I like to just capture imagery that gives insight to what the subject is without saying too much. I think the image can say enough for itself. Now I want you to take a look at your, what we're working with here so you get an idea. A little blown out with the lighting, but this is shot in raw, which means mm -hmm. I can adjust the tones and right. levels. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and readjust some of the settings so I can see how they look. So lock down kind of your, your facial expression. So what you're gonna do, and I think we've done this before, where you look away, where you look like completely turn your neck out to that wall. And then I want you to lock back, uh, lock your eyes back into the camera when I say go. So go. Cool. Now, what I want you to do is kind of like, not so much whip your neck at me, but more like kind of give me this, 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 this emotion that you have conveyed. So I'm looking for calm, chill. So look away and back at me. Cool. Let's do that same pose, but chin a little bit lower. Okay. Okay. Look away and back. You know, it's like uh, look at look at look at photography as like martial arts. You may be a master in one discipline of martial arts. You might be like the coolest jujitsu, you know, martial artist, but you're not a boxer. So. I see that I have developed multiple styles and I would say I'm a master at night photography and um, a master at candid lifestyle photography. I'm still elaborating and building on to new styles that I can master, whether it be landscape, which is my next thing, or macro photography where I can like really show my creative you know limits well not creative limits but more so my creative ability in those in those styles of photography but as of right now i would say my style is identified mostly with very shallow light high contrast insightful imagery that kind of tells you an untold story but you know my style is going to continue to evolve because i'm going to continue to challenge myself and see what what more I can bring to the table, you know? I hope that I could showcase the times that we live now accurately. Whether that be the fashion of 2017 or what might be happening politically in our towns, whether it be like a protest that's happening and I happen to be there and I'm capturing this like visual of how things are going down and I'm able to capture this in like a non-biased view I hope that I can like create this like archive of good imagery of the times that we live um, so that when I'm gone my work lives on beyond me this episode was written and produced by me Bowen Wang. Special thanks once again to Jeffrey Cherry for sharing his creative process, to Rani Purnell for her amazing modeling, and to Diving Swallow Tattoos for letting us shoot by their neon sign. You can find all of their works on Instagram, and I've linked everything in the description. All the shots tonight took place around downtown Oakland and Oakland Chinatown. 
stay tuned for the final part of the series.